In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honour and power and strength to our God for ever and ever. Amen. Victory to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. My brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus our brother and Saviour, welcome to this edition of Pointing to the Saviour of the World with me, Patrick, to your host today on this 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. In the next 20 minutes, we will listen to today's scripture readings at Mass, reflect upon them, pray the prayers of the faithful, pray for the dead, through the intercession of Mary, our Blessed Mother. May the love of God the Father, the peace of His Son, our brother Jesus Christ, and the joy of the Holy Spirit be with us all as we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus this Sunday. A reading from the book of Proverbs. A perfect wife, who can find her? She is far beyond the price of pearls. Her husband's heart has confidence in her. From her he will derive no little profit. Advantage and not hurt she brings him all the days of her life. She is always busy with wool and with flax. She does her work with eager hands. She sets her hands to the distaff. Her fingers grasp the spindle. She holds out her hand to the poor. She opens her arms to the needy. Charm is deceitful and beauty empty. The woman who is wise is the one to praise. Give her a share in what her hands have worked for and let her works tell her praises at the city gates. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Oh, blessed are those who fear the Lord. Oh, blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in His ways. By the labour of your hands you shall eat. You will be a happy and prosper. Oh, blessed are those who fear the Lord. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine. In the heart of your house 
your children like shoots of the olive around your table. Oh, blessed are those who fear the Lord. Indeed, thus shall be blessed the man who fears the Lord. May the Lord bless you from Zion all the days of your life. Oh, blessed are those who fear the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. You will not be expecting us to write anything to you, brothers, about times and seasons, since you know very well that the day of the Lord is going to come like a thief in the night. It is when people are saying how quiet and peaceful it is that the worst suddenly happens, as suddenly as labour pains come on a pregnant woman. And there will be no way for anybody to evade it. But it is not as if you live in the dark, my brothers, for that day to overtake you like a thief. No, you are all sons of light and sons of the day. We do not belong to the night or to darkness, so we should not go on sleeping as everyone else does. But stay wide awake and sober. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. Even if you have to die, says the Lord, keep faithful and I will give you the crown of life. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory be to you, Lord. Jesus spoke this parable to his disciples. The kingdom of heaven is like a man on his way abroad who summoned his servants and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, each in proportion to his ability. Then he set out. The man who had received the five talents, promptly went and traded with them and made five more. The man who had received two made two more in the same way. But 
the man who had received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. Now, a long time after, the master of those servants came back and went through his accounts with them. The man who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five more. Sir, he said, you entrusted me with five talents. Here are five more that I have made. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have shown you can be faithful in small things. I will trust you with greater Come and join in your master's happiness. Next, the man with two talents came forward. Sir, he said, you entrusted me with two talents. Here are two more that I have made. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have shown you can be faithful in small things. I will trust you with greater come and join in your master's happiness last came forward the man who had the one talent sir said he i had heard you were a hard man reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered so I was afraid and I went off and hid your talent in the ground. Here it is. It was yours. You have it back. But his master answered him, You wicked and lazy servant. So you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered. Well then, you should have deposited my money with the bankers and on my return, I would have recovered my capital with interest. So now, take the talent from him and give it to the man who has the five talents. For to everyone who has will be given more and he will have more than enough. But from the man who has not, even what he has will be taken away. As for this good-for-nothing servant, throw him out into the dark, where there will be weeping and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. My brothers and sisters, I wish you a happy feast 
of the resurrection of Jesus. As we celebrate this 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time, in effect, the last Ordinary Sunday of the year, as next week, which is meant to be the 34th Sunday, we celebrate the Feast of Christ the King. And again, as last week, we are reminded not just of the end of the liturgical year, but of the end of all things and the preparations we need to make. Last week, the story of the ten bridesmaids waiting for the arrival of the bridegroom was about constant readiness for the final coming of Christ. Today's readings are about the preparations we need to make for the coming of Christ. The second reading reminds us that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night when we least expect. When we are least ready. It says in quotes, we do not belong to the night or to darkness, so we should not go on sleeping as everyone else does, but stay wide awake and sober. And what should we be doing while we are wide awake and hopefully sober in anticipation of Jesus' coming? The first reading suggests that we should be as diligent and industrious as a loyal and faithful wife. A perfect wife, Proverbs says, is far beyond the prize of pearls. She is hardworking, mainly for her family, and she also holds out her hand to the poor. She opens her arms to the needy. Her value is not in her charm or her beauty, but in her wisdom, that is, in her awareness of where the real priorities lie in her life. The Gospel passage, however, goes further in pinpointing the ultimate purpose of our activities. It is the parable of the talents. In this parable, the master entrusts his possessions to three of his servants and then goes on a journey. When he returns, he calls them to see how they invested them, rewarding the first two who had returned more to him than he had originally given them, and punishing the third who buried the talent in the ground. A little something on this. By burying the talent, the ancient law said that the servant was no longer 
responsible for it. And that is why the master in the parable was so upset with the third servant. Our definition of talent as the natural aptitude or skill someone has can be used to explain how we need to prepare for the Lord's coming in our lives. Some people have musical talents. Some have talents. Some have. Some are talented technicians. Some are talented athletes and so on. Singers, dancers, teachers, doctors, joggers and so on. We all have natural gifts or talents. We were given these gifts by God. We are expected to develop them to serve God and his people. Quite often, an athlete will begin an interview after a sporting event in which he or she excelled with the words like, First of all, I give all glory to God. The athlete is right, absolutely right. God is the source of all our talents. The athlete sees his or her developing this talent as returning the gift to God. To the athlete, the focus should be on God, not him or her. We all need to do this regarding the many talents that the Lord has entrusted to each and every one of us. Perhaps someone has said to you, you are such a good mother, you are such a good father, you are such a talented musician, you are, you know, brilliant at what you do. Or perhaps someone has said to, to you, I'm nowhere near as good at this as you are. Our response, at least to ourselves, should be, whatever I do well, I credit God as the source of the talent. All glory belongs to him. To him be glory and praise forever and ever. We are informed in the parable that the master will come for an accounting of how we use the particular talents he has given each and every one of us. The first two servants in the parable returned more than they received, allowing the master's possession to grow. God is calling us to develop what we are given to allow his kingdom to grow. So, will the world end soon? Maybe yes, maybe no. We can't be concerned with worrying about the exact day or hour. That is none of our business. But what we have to be concerned with is doing our part to prepare for the coming of the Lord, either at the end of all time or the end of our time. 
if we develop the talents he has entrusted to us by doing what the faithful wife does, opening our arms to the poor, helping those who are needy, working hard to use our talents to bring people closer to God, then the day will come when he will say to us, well done, good and faithful servants. Come and enjoy your master's possessions. Finally, my brothers and sisters, we need to spend some time reflecting, and why not today, on what particular talents or gifts God has given us. Some of us are clearly very gifted and talented people, but there is no one, absolutely no one, who can say they have been gifted with nothing. And we can ask ourselves, how are we using our particular gifts in the service of our Christian community and the wider society? How are we using our talents, our gifts in our families, around our brothers and sisters? Any other use of them is to bury them in the ground and to render them un productive. If we were to die today and met Jesus and he asked us, how did you use the gift and the talents that I gave you? Who benefited and from who benefited and how from those gifts? What would you be able to say in reply? And the master is going to come back like a thief in the night when we least expect so we need to be ready. If you have buried that talent or used it in a selfish way, get out there quickly and grab it and be working for the kingdom of God because that's our responsibility. That's our job as Christians. For the many times that we haven't used our talents to bring people closer to God, Lord have mercy. For the many times that we've buried our talents in the ground and just given what God has given us, Christ have mercy. For the many times that we haven't been faithful, good and faithful servants, Lord have mercy. Let us pray to Christ the Lord, the Son who enlightens all people whose light will never fail us. Lord our Saviour, give us life. Lord of the sun and the stars, we thank you for the gift of a new day and we celebrate the day of resurrection. Lord our Saviour, give us life. Lead us by your Spirit to do your will. Guide and protect us by your wisdom. Lord our Saviour, give us life. Bring us to share with joy this Sunday's Eucharist and spiritual communion for those who cannot receive it. Nourish us by your word and by your body. Lord our Saviour, give us life. Lord, grant us your gifts, though we are unworthy. With all our hearts, we thank you. Lord our Saviour, 
give us life. We pray for our brothers and sisters in need, those who are ill, those who are suffering any form, in any form, shape. We pray that the Holy Spirit will come upon them and will touch their hearts and heal them and relieve them of the pain and the suffering they are undergoing. Lord our Saviour, give us life. We pray for the dead. We remember our family members, our friends, those in our communities who have died and those whose anniversaries occur around this time. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. Amen. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. Lord our Saviour, give us life. In the silence of our own hearts, or aloud if we want, let us bring our own cares and intentions to Jesus. We now ask Mary, our mother, to pray for us and with us as we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and the hour of our death. Amen. Our Father who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Let us pray. Lord our God, give us grace to serve you always with joy because our full and lasting happiness is to make of our lives a constant service to the author of all that is good. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us continue to bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. My brothers and sisters, thank you for joining me today to praise and worship God to listen to his holy words and to take the lessons from the readings to 
get ourselves ready, be prepared for when He comes again. May we use all the gifts and talents He's given us to the good of His kingdom. Amen. I wish you a peaceful and glorious celebration of this resurrection of Jesus. Amen. Let us finish like we started in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.